What is going on? What is going on? Welcome back to a brand new podcast episode of Car Sales 101. I think I'm on episode number 118, maybe 119. I really don't know. But anyways, the reason why I wanted to bring this podcast to y'all, because uh, it's a beautiful host, Tony Story here. If you want to reach out to me on Facebook, um, Tony Story, S-T-O-R-I-E, on Instagram, at TNCDad2728, and LinkedIn, Tony in parentheses, Anthony story tony in parentheses anthony story okay reach out to me on 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 any of those platforms the other thing is um if you got great content out of this podcast and and you like the information i don't get paid very much money for this like i said i think i'm gonna open up me a a vimeo vimeo or whatever it's called and maybe y'all can just donate me money so i can go get food sometimes or a coffee i don't know should i do that i don't know hit me up with a private message uh, a DM if you'd like give me $10 every once in a while. But other than that, I really hardly make any money off of this. Um, uh, nothing to write, write to the home, to the bank. Nothing to write home about. But at the end of the day, you know, just um, take this information, give me a five-star review, and share it with somebody, whether it be through private message, DM, text message, whatever it may be. Just send this to somebody that you know either needs the podcast or, um, you know, it just needs help or whatever. Truly appreciate it. So I'm recording this via, recording this in my wife's forerunner. I ate a late, I ate a late night dinner. Sorry, you know when you eat a late night dinner sometimes? The older you get, the more, I wouldn't say you get heartburn, but I get a little bit of gas. Um, but regardless, that's why you're going to hear me pause a little bit because I've got, I'm burping a little bit. But long story short, um, just share this with somebody. Um, I really, truly, truly appreciate that. So what I kind of want to dive into because I don't think I've talked about this lately is uh, and I'm probably gonna name the title of this podcast digging a you know a 10 foot hole with a spoon because I think sometimes when we are in the car business uh, we have all these tools right whether it be our CRM uh, the DMS CRM is customer relation manager DMS is something management system I think it's delivery management system whatever data management system um, we got the trade appraisal tools. We have TrueCar. We have chat features. We have, I mean, anything you can think of. We have all these tools. And what happens is, is some of us that have been from one dealership to the other, we discredit some of these tools, or we just don't utilize those tools, right? Or we sit there and go, um, no, I don't. It's too hard. I don't want to learn it, right? But I kind of chalk it up to the fact, like. If you want to be good at anything, you have to utilize the tools, right? So like if I want to dig a big ass hole, I could try it with a spoon, right? But I'm gonna have a hard fucking time, right? Or I could try it with a shovel, make it a little bit easier, or I can get a ditch digger and I can, you know, use a a backhoe or, you know, I can use, you know, a caterpillar and, and dig a hole that way, right? But I can use a spoon, which is easy to use, right? It's not hard. I know I can just keep on digging. It's going to take me forever, right? It's like using a little spoon and digging your hole. And you can use it because that tool is very easy. Or I can use a uh, shovel. Shovel's a little bit bigger of a tool. And, you know, it's, 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 it's a little bit harder to use. But I need, if I need to learn how to do that, it's going to take, you know, a little bit more time. Or if I learn how to use a caterpillar and I lo- learn all the mechanics of it, right? And I learn how to, you know, move this arm and move this back and forth. And I can shove it and I can move it over and I can dump it out. I can dig that hole really, really fast, right? 
Well, the same goes for almost anything in the car business. If you do not want to learn how to utilize the tools that are given to you and you don't want to sit through the training and you don't want to go through some of the academies of it, you know, at the end of the day, what I do, I usually call, if I can't go through the academies, I've been through enough CRMs that I can pretty much figure out where they are. But if I can't figure it out, I usually call our rep, our representative, and I have him walk me through the training, right? At most dealerships, you'll have a designated representative, right? Or you'll have the tutorials or you'll have the academies in the systems, right? Use those. Utilize them to learn how to use the system properly, right? Now, on that same fold, this goes to managers too, right? There's sometimes I have managers at dealerships that go, well, it's just too hard to use or I'm just so used to this uh, or, you know, I, I just, I, I don't understand it, right? Well, you didn't understand the first CRM that you fucking had, right? So you have to learn another CRM. You can't just push it off because we all know we're only as good as the system we use, as the systems we use and, the, and how we utilize those tools, right? If I'm not utilizing those tools properly, this CRM that I'm using now might be as good as the other CRM if I just use it the right way and I learn how to use it. And that same thing goes for you as salespeople. You know, I, I have some salespeople at the dealership, um, you know, and this is just not this dealership. So if you're listening to my podcast and you work for me, don't take it personal. There's dealer, there's salespeople all over every everywhere that have a problem using certain CRMs, right? They just, they don't understand it. They can't understand it. They can't figure out. It doesn't do what they want it to do for them, right? And they just go, you know what? I'm not going to use it, right? Whereas, you know, with some of the systems, it's easy to create follow-up, right, as a salesperson. Some of the other systems, it's not as easy to create follow-up. And, and you, know what you, you know what you do most of the time? Not you personally. But we, we, we go through the path of least resistance, right? We, we don't try to fight anything. We, we utilize the path of least resistance. And we sit there and we say, you know what? Um, at the end of the day, um, you know, I'll just, I'll just do the least that I, gotta, I have to do. But I know for a fact, whenever I get to most of the dealerships that I get to, I go in there and I mess with the email templates. I mess with the text messaging templates because... I want to utilize the CRM to its best ability. So when I have a customer that puts an inquiry in, and if I don't find the email template that I like, I don't just write it up and paste it in a Word doc and just use that Word doc and copy and paste every time. I create a template out of it, right? I do what not makes things easy for me, but it makes it efficient for me. And that's what you have to understand. Same thing goes with your appraisal tools, right? When a customer sends in a, you know, appraisal through whether your website or whatnot, you know, you can use that appraisal tool. For, for instance, I used to work at a dealership where we had the KBB um, ICO, right? Instant cash offer. And the good thing about that is, is it's a backed um, brand. It's a backed thing. Uh, and I'm not probably, not you. I'm trying to find the right word, but it's a backed, you know, resource or credible resource that is used by consumers that they feel comfortable with. And if a customer has never done a KBB at, on their vehicle, they know about it, but they've never done it, and you do a KBB ICO, sometimes you can use that tool and, and, and utilize it, and it helps you save some gross. You know what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, I think sometimes, um, not to go at the end of the day, but I think sometimes we as people and, you know, 
wanting the path with the least resistance, we want to have all that stuff solved for us, right? It's what I call the Instagram 30 second. Other than what? Instagram, the stories are what, 30 seconds? It's the Instagram 30 second mentality, right? If you can't figure out how to utilize a tool in 30 seconds, what you do is you just kind of discredit it and you don't ever really try to want to dig down deep and learn it, right? So that's the one thing I think, you know, um, you have to take time to learn and utilize those tools. Um, let me see how long into the podcast I am. Give me uh, one minute. I'm going to do a quick commercial break. Guys, this is how I got to make a little bit of money. Um, I'm trying to start. Um, you know, when I come back, I'll tell you what I'm trying to do. And that way you all completely understand me. All right, so give me one minute. I'll be right back. And I'm going to take me a drink of water while I'm doing that. Um, and I will be right back. All right. I'm back. Okay. So before I finish off with utilizing the tools and make sure they're the right ones, um, what I want to do is I want to start a blog, right? Because I think some people are um, able to listen and learn. Um, I have to read books sometimes because I can listen, but I don't always focus. When I run and I do and I listen to podcasts, sometimes I have to replay the podcast because my mind, you know, went off into la la land. When I read a book, um, over time I've learned how to focus my mind a little bit more, and I, that way that's that's how I read faster and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, you know, um, I want to start a blog because I think you know that's a good source for some of y'all to go to if if y'all want to truly understand. Also, I want to write a couple of I want to write a book, um, an ebook, and then I also want to do a um, call track kind of script book to make it real simple, real easy, right? Nothing too hard, nothing too difficult. So, anyways. To go back into the podcast, right, um, about learning and utilizing your tools, right? Another cool tool that some of us use is the Goobagoo, right? It's the chat, right? So one of the things I will teach you about chat is your chat has one of your highest closing ratios. Uh, the chat can usually connect you through Goobagoo. It can, it can connect through Facebook and they have a full-fledged chat there. Uh, it also does it through your website. And um, on that other end, whatever. <sighs> Whatever source you're using to um, use the chat, the people that are talking during that chat, um, they usually have some sort of skill based on setting an appointment. Now, do they have a skill based on you know knowing the product and the product knowledge and stuff like that? No, they don't. But they have the the uh, at least the ability to set appointments and do all that stuff. So at the end of the day. You really have to understand that tool because it's a very good tool to use. If you can go in there and use the chat feature and be good at it, and that's your only source of leads, then you have a higher closing ratio. I've, I've, from the places I've been and the, and the chat we've utilized, your closing ratio is anywhere from 22 to 25%, right? Or at least 18 to 25%. So you think about this. If you get 10 leads uh, through chat, you're going to cl- roughly close two to three of them, right? Uh, most of them are going to be used cars, but some of them are going to be new cars. Um, let's say you get, you know, um, 40 chats, right, a month. Uh, that's going to roughly be, you know, eight car deals, right? Now, you don't, I, here's the thing. One thing I want y'all to understand. I don't want y'all to base all of your sales on chat or internet leads or, you know, certain things. Because I think just like a portfolio, when, you, when you're investing in stocks and stuff like that, you need to be you need to be diversified, right? So the same thing goes. I want you to be able to drill down and be an expertise at something, but 
at the end at the end of it all you need to be able to expand your portfolio and be good at good at a lot of stuff right because here's the thing just like everything it's going to change right the consumer buying experience is going to change your ability to communicate with the customer is going to change you know uh, through covid you know everybody went, everybody pretty much got you know had to learn how how to figure out how to sell online fairly quickly right there's a lot of things that had that got changed really quickly over like a one month span because of covid and and that being the thing we don't know what the next biggest disruption is going to be in the car business and i will tell you this much this is my mentality on the car business you know, everybody sit there and said, you know, you have to have a dealership to sell cars, so on and so forth. You have to have managers, whatnot. And I'll tell you this much: Tesla's proved otherwise. You don't have to have a, you don't have to have a manager. Uh, you don't have to have salespeople to sell cars. You don't have to have none of that. They they literally did it without without anybody, right? So that being said, um, yes, um, you have to be able to adapt and change. That's why I don't. I don't want you to try to be a master of all the trades. You know, I, I figure you should be a master of at least one or two, whether that be like auto alert, your gold mining tool, or, you know, chat, or true car, or, you know, just basically grabbing ups, being closing. I, I want you to be a master of at least one or two of those, but you need to be a jack of all trades, right? You really need to learn and utilize all the sources that you have. Because here's the one thing I know. When I go to a new dealership or I'm at the dealership, I'm usually asked to figure out most figure out most of that. And when you have that ability, it, it makes you very uh, it makes you a very uh, hard person to dispose of, right? I mean, you become a very good source or tool to utilize. Um, and that being said, you know, if it was to come down to you or somebody and they had to let you go, you'd be the less likely person to let go because they know that you know all this stuff about tool, the tools uh, of, of the CRM, uh, trade and appraisals, all that stuff. It just makes you more valuable to the dealership, right? Uh, and, and, then, and that's key, right? You know, you don't want to sit there and be a dead asset to a dealership. I always want to be able to be able to come to a dealership and bring more to the table um, than what they already have because I believe you know that's the thing that helps us drive to get better and stuff like that you know I, I always believe in product passing on knowledge right wealth knowledge right I want to give you my knowledge as as, as, a, as a token or as a as something I can give to you that you can utilize and use on the next person because the thing is I've been through a lot of different tools, a lot of different things in the car business, and it's taken me, maybe something that's taken me two years to learn, I can teach you that within two weeks, and it shortens your learning curve a lot more, so, you know, when, when that, when, with that being said, don't go to a dealership, or be at a dealership, or not try to learn information, because you can shorten the time for some people, and that goes for you managers, too, you know, sometimes, we as managers um, want to be like, well, they got. It. I had to figure it out on my own. They need to figure it out, figure it out on on their own. And that's the fucking dumbest thing you could ever say, because that is your money, right? That's your that's your salesperson 
that you want to make money for you. And if you want to make the, have them learn the fucking hard way, your paycheck's going to learn the fucking hard way. So pass that information on to them, right? Now, I don't think you should pass everything on to salespeople because once you, uh, it, once you put all that information in their head, it becomes mush sometimes. So you have to slowly teach them that information. And, and we all learn at different levels. We all learn through different uh, avenues, whether it be hands-on, whether it be doing it ourselves. Um, but you really need to teach them. And you need to make sure they understand the concept and you, that you're not getting the yeah, yeah answer. Like, yeah, yeah, I get it. Yeah, yeah, I get it, right? Because they might not actually get it. Um, and you need to be able to, to loosen those reins too, right? Because sometimes we teach them something, but we don't loosen those reins on them to, to allow them to you know, blossom and, and be the salesperson they need to be or be the finance manager be they need to be. Um, because that's the thing. You, you have to be able to be it, to be able to delegate your responsibilities and have that trust in that salesperson, whether it be on just you know utilizing a certain tool or being able to whether you allow your salespeople to pencil their own deals, you have to allow them to have that kind of ability to do that kind of stuff. Okay, so um, to finish up on being able to utilize the tools, uh, like I said, you know, there's always hidden information or hidden things within some of these tools too. For instance, when you go into, um, what is it, uh, TrueCar, there's a lot of stuff that's hidden in there that you really, really have to learn, right? Whether it be through pricing, setting up your fees, or um, copying and pasting some of the email templates that they already have, there's a lot of different resources and a lot of different tools, right? And the thing is, is you can always call up the vendors too. Hey, I was wondering if you'll have any other additional resources or tools, whether it be through catalogs, books, or, or you know, little, um, you know, marketing pieces that we can put on our desk. Because I'll tell you this much, they, all, these main, all these vendors have these things, right? If they don't, you, know, you really need to um, relook at your uh, relationship with that vendor. But most of the vendors that you have are always going to have some sort of marketing materials, tools, training, whatever it may be that allows their their system or um, their uh, tool to be used to its best and, uh, man, I'm trying to think of the word, to be used to its best ability, right? Because they, they, the thing is, is I think sometimes, you know, we as dealerships or employees think, man, this tool sucks. And that's not the vendor's job, really. The vendor, you know, they're trying to do a hell of a job to sell you a product and make sure that that product works for you because if you go somewhere else and they have a shitty product um, and you didn't realize all the stuff that that one product that you had at that other dealership didn't do, then you're going to say, well, yeah, that product's shitty too, right? And it might have been the better tool. might have been the better better, um, product to use. So at the end of the day, learn how to dig down into these these tools, these resources that you have, whether it be through chat, whether it be through um, uh, uh, pricing tools, whatever it may be, utilize all of these sources and, and utilize them well because that's the thing that's going to make you the most successful in the car business. I promise you that. It will help you out. It will do everything that you need it to do for you. Uh, and it will and it'll say you, it'll allow you to see. Here's, here's the one thing, and I'll be done once I finish this. 
the thing I know is a lot of the tools that I've been through, a lot of the tools that I've sat through, a lot of the tools I've used, I can find, I can tell you whether or not somebody that comes in and is a different vendor that's offering the same service as a vendor that I already have, I can tell you whether that's a shitty product or a good product because I know those questions, right? So if you're getting new into management and um, you didn't know how those tools work or you didn't ask the right questions, you can't, you know, smell out a bullshit, all right? You can't figure out, hey, this guy is trying to sell me a product that's, that's really just, it's a piece of shit, right? And that's the thing. I've, I've been able to do that and utilize that the, the longer I've been in the car business. I'm like, man, that's not a good product. Um, and I usually don't do it with them sitting right in front of me. I do it when they leave. But I will tell you this much. It just allows you to be uh, cognitive, cognitive and coherent about everything that's going on in the dealership. So I don't want to go on too much more, but I will tell you this much. If you are a salesperson and you have the ability to learn a certain aspect uh, of the product that you use, or the tools that you use, please do that. Learn everything that you can. It makes you that much better of a uh, salesperson. Uh, and then you managers, don't just rely on you know your ability to close a customer to not to overlook how these certain um, tools that we use, whether it be a CRM and stuff like that, and learn it because it's it's only going to make you good and be able to learn teach those tools to your salespeople. Okay, uh, and that goes on both aspects. So um, I appreciate y'all for taking the time to listen to me. If y'all want to reach out to me and connect with me, connect with me on Facebook, Tony Story S T O R I E S T O R I E uh, on Instagram at TNT Dad two seven two eight. Um, LinkedIn, Tony in parentheses, Anthony, last name, story. And I do apologize if there's a lot of background noise. My wife's uh, forerunners usually not as quiet as mine. Uh, please give me a five-star review. If you got great content value out of this podcast, uh, share it with somebody, private message, DM, whether they've been in the business for, you know, one week or, you know, 10 years. I think we all have something new that we can learn every day. Um, other than that, reach out to me. My direct cell phone number is 713-614-6116. 713-614-6116. And uh, like I said, if you think it's a good idea for me to do a blog and you've listened to this podcast, send me a private message or a DM. Let me know. Hey, I would probably enjoy that a little bit more. Um, it's not going to stop me from even trying to do it. I'm just trying to figure out the right way to do it. And the other thing is... is um, um, the podcast that I'm going to do from here on out, not here on out, but I have a salesperson at the dealership that I'm at. He's asking about how to take inbound phone calls and take and make outbound phone calls. I learned from Alan Ram how to do a lot of that stuff. So I will um, try to be as good as I can with providing you with a decent script to handle phone calls, but I will tell you this much, you got to be able to flow on the on the phone call. You can't sit there and be robotic because I think scripts are good. I think they're a great baseline, but I think sometimes with these scripts, we become too robotic, right? But you have to have a baseline in order for you to handle a conversation on the phone. And I will tell you, it's going to probably take me a little bit because um, there's different ways. I mean, you could have one person call on the same stock number and the phone call could go down three or four different um, routes. Um, 
even if you have the ability to control it. If you don't have the ability to control it, it could go all over the place. And then you got to hone the customer back into, you know, focusing on directly what it is they were looking for. So, um, like I said, guys, um, guys and gals, I promise you that, you know, the next few podcasts are going to be over some sort of phone script training. Um, I just kind of have to boil it down to how I want to um, format it. So hopefully I get one done this week and that way I continue to give you all information to listen to. So um, reach out to me and connect with me if you want to. Like I've said in the past, this could be the hardest five-figure business or the easiest six-figure. It is what you make it. Um, and we all win when we all win. So like I said, if you find great content value out of this podcast, share it with somebody else. All right, guys and gals, I love you all and peace.